I've got fairies. Whoop. I've got fascists. I've got fairies. I've got fascists. How many times do you have to say it? Fairies. Fascists. Fairies. Fairies. Hello and welcome to <laughs> Date Fight. And you know what? Um, we like to have a chat with you. Um, nothing to worry yes, about. Just come sit mm. down, sit down. It's, everything's yeah. fine. Um, look, you got time uh, for a quick word? Yeah, do, if we could just have a quick word. First yeah. of all, thank okay. you. Thank you yes. so much for all your hard work oh, over the past 11 months. Uh, we really appreciate it. Mm. Uh, it's not easy listening to a podcast like this every day. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably less easy than making it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I don't listen. Yeah. And there's a oh, reason. Oh, but, my God, no. But you perhaps have, or perhaps this is your first. Mm. Regardless, it's been a brilliant 11 months. And uh, we do sincerely want to thank you uh, for being thank here, you. for engaging on social media, at date underscore fight. Uh, mm. But um, also... Uh, there are those among you who have supported the show via Patreon, uh, which what? is a fun way of harvesting money from you, the listener, <laughs> and diverting it to the bank accounts of us, the, and I use this word loosely, creators. <laughs> which brings yes. me. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> to me. Yes, Hello, Lizzie. I, Lizzie Roper, have yes. gone from the unusual position of being super fan, slightly obsessed, little bit stalkery, very unnatural, mm. looking through their bins, um, to, um, to host. Good luck. And, and I didn't even nag them or mm. blackmail them or anything. No, I've we just, I, I, I got a couple of phone calls Lizzie, please proving that desperation please. is the mother of Lizzie Roper. Please don't call it a bin. That's quite upsetting. <laughs> We're coming up to a whole year. On November the 5th, we are going to have our birthday celebrations, and they're going to be very exciting. Uh, have we got anything planned? Yeah. No. Cake. Not yet. And an orgy. An cake. orgy cake. An orgy we can't, that's on the problem. a cake. Because it's been this year, cake. the plague year, we can't even have orgies with cake. I don't even have cake if someone Aww. else has touched it. Um, so when we go up with this idea, we yeah. go up with this idea, oh, it'll be a, a fun little podcast that everyone will listen to on their commute. It'll yeah. be that little bit of something delightful every morning. Fun the one thing we didn't cake. consider <laughs> was that commuting <laughs> would stop existing in the in the year that came up. Because <laughs> yeah. our numbers went up. They were going really well. Doing the, the graphs going up, 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 up. And then it stopped. And then everyone stopped listening. Apart from you, and you're still here. Yeah. That makes it all worthwhile. Yeah, genuinely, thanks very much. Everyone's had yes. uh, their own challenges and lifestyle changes, I think, oh, in the last six months. It's been quite so. the year. Yeah. Uh, so um, thank you. We've got plans uh, for when mm. we kind of click over into year two of Date Fight. Wow. Uh, we've got some fun plans. Um, frankly, I, I think we should just go full on filthy mucky. Um, but yes. uh, your continued support means that we can really, <laughs> really build the orgy cake we always dreamt of. Orgy cake all round. Orgy cake. Mm, it's a drizzle yes, cake. and I've had the particularly <laughs> fantastic idea. Oh, you leave the drizzle alone. Um, uh, the, we're going to play Joker. First, get the drizzle down to the bottom. Yes. We are the boys. My boys. Stop forking oh, my cake. My boys. Oh dear. Um, uh, you're going to be playing a Joker. Um, once a mm. week, the boys, the boys, the little ones, mm. run around. Um, they're going to be slipping one bogus fact into one story during the week, and it's up to me at the end of the week, or any of you really, uh, to figure out for yourselves what that one bogus fact might be. As we've had stories that have gone from oh, that the, that 
you remember that man that got the rod in his head and then he went to the doctor mm. and he sneezed, a bit of his brain fell out? You see, it's going to be very hard, it's going to be very hard to sort out <coughs> um, the uh, Joker, the falsies, from the facties, but we shall do our utmost and our best. Get talking on Twitter. Yes. Yes, we will. It's absolutely very hard when I'm making this podcast. Um, we, yes, so we've got lots of new ideas and we're going to have a new tier structure for the Patreons and a new newsletter, which everyone who is a patron will get. And I think we're going to give badges to everyone as well. And we're talking to businesses about give a discount if you wear your badge into their business. Not very big businesses yeah. or very good or exciting businesses. You're but talking about your news agents near yes, you, right? my local yeah, news agents. But not, keep it local. not fags or booze. Is that right? No, 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 no. There will be an upper limit of eight pounds per and, spend. And only uh, uh, it'll be very exciting. Yes, I mean we're not stupid. <laughs> no, no. And we're going to. This is quite defensive. To... We're not. <laughs> we're not stupid. <laughs> we're not stupid. <laughs> We've done three hundred and thirty-six episodes trying to prove it to ourselves and our parents. Um, so we're going to have three hundred and sixty-five episodes of Date Fight. Up. And there will always be 365 episodes of Date Fight for free for you every day, but we'd like to make more. And so if we can hit certain targets of having new people support us, then either in terms of listens or in terms of patrons, then we can make more stuff, which will be very exciting in the upcoming year. Yes. Um, and we're going to... Should I talk about the tiers? Should we do the tiers? There will be There's tiers. Time. There will be many tiers. <laughs> Hang on. I've got the list here. Where are they? Um, so... What we're going to... Oh, no, that's a different one. That's something else. Oh, I should have opened it anyway. I should have opened it before. Uh, I think I remember. So, if you give us £3 a month, then you will receive a badge and a newsletter, which entitles you to wear it around and say, uh, I'm a date fight disciple and I demand my discount, and entitles you to be rejected by the shopkeeper who's never heard of us or the said discount. At £5, you get all of the below, and you also get access to all of the secret extra content we've put up. We've got that folder which is full of all the old forfeit videos and the forfeit songs oh, we used to write. And the, my novel got shoved in there because I promised it for no reason. And also, you'll get access to all of the archive. Mm, because we're going to start removing mm. the ones that are more than a year old from off the internet, but they will disappear forever unless you have access to the archive. At £10 a month, you get everything that was there below, and you also get a brand new podcast every single month, which will probably be about either dogs or filth. I don't know. Maybe it'll be dog filth. That doesn't sound <laughs> particularly <laughs> appealing. Oh, lovely. Oh, stick that in a bag and take it. The sort of, pod yeah, the sort of podcast you have to pick up and hang on a tree. And <laughs> at £20 a month, you get all of the things that we mentioned before. And we had, because originally we structured all the Patreon tiers thinking, oh, yes, we can play live stuff and we can do this. But uh, the facts of the world nowadays mean we can't do live events. We can't do all the things we wanted to do. So we're going to take away the £50 tier completely and replace it with a £20 tier, which will give you access to a live video stream, Ask Me Anything, with the Date Fight hosts every month. So you can find out exactly what is going on in the world of Lizzie Roper, Jake Yap, and that play. Mm. Good. It'll be That's nice it, to have something to have a bath oh, no, for, gonna, really. We're also going to thank all of the patrons every month. The last day of the month, we will thank you all by name on the podcast. How's that? Sounds good it's, to okay. me. Nice. Just, you know. High time. Lovely. Good. But thank you all. Well, I think that's covered everything. That's it. Shall we uh, literally strew innuendo across a couple of badly researched historical so-called incidents? Sounds good to me. Do Let's do it. 
I'm going to take you to the 4th of October 1920 when the first photograph of the Cottingley Fairies was auctioned. Now, 1920, of course, was a time where many people had lost those near and dear to them. We were just after the First World War. It had the uh, Spanish flu. So many people had experienced great bereavement. And Arthur Conan Doyle said, in this time of terrible loss, the question of immortality has become the burning question of the day. And he started, or didn't start, but he went to the Theosophical Society where they talked about, uh, are fairies real? Are ghosts real? Are goblins uh, making all of the making me unhappy. Um, and in 1918, two girls, uh, Frances Griffith and Elsie Wright, were told they shouldn't mess around with their father's camera um, and he wouldn't let them borrow it. Uh, but they went out and they went to the bottom of the field and they got muddy. They got terribly muddy and terribly wet and they got black and they got told off for being wet and muddy. Elsie and Frances, how dare you come back so muddy? And they mm. said, oh, it was the, the fairies done it. The fairies done pushed us in some mud, mother. Uh, and she said, don't be stupid and beat them soundly. Uh, and the next day they snuck away with the camera and came back. The fairies do that, I know. And they looked and then everyone went, oh, they've got picked. They, they look, the girls are down with them. They were right. There were fairies in them. I mean, the fairies look very much like the fairies which were in Princess Mary's gift book, which um, is a book that's very famous and has been published recently. But uh, look, the girls are with them. And oh, Elsie, Elsie, I mean, did, did you take these pictures yourself? Yes. Yeah. That's amazing. And you, you work at a local uh, film processing company, don't you? She said, yes. She did yeah. after school work uh, at a local camera company. And so the family sent out these lovely photographs as Christmas gifts. They sent them out as their Christmas card. And Elsie's mother also went to the Theosophical Society with Arthur Conan Doyle, who was desperate to believe in anything because his son had died in the First World War and he was trying to make contact with him. Uh, and the mother showed them to Arthur Conan Doyle, who instantly went, these are brilliant, I must own these. Um, Mr Wright, how much payment would you like for them? And Arthur Wright said, no, I don't want any money for them. And many people think that's because he didn't want to be soiled by the idea of money. I think it's because he knew that if he accepted money and they turned out not to be true, he could be done for fraud. Hmm. Anyway, Arthur Conan Doyle sent them to Kodak and to Ilford to say, are these photographs real? How could this be done? How on earth could you uh, cut a photograph out and stick it standing up? Um, cut a picture out and stick it on a thing that can't be done? And Kodak said, no, that those are completely real. And Ilford said, no, they're completely fake. So just ignore it. Um, so they all went to see the girls and they said to the girls, um, now the girls. And the, now girls. <laughs> now, Enough of this nonsense. Where are the fairies? And the girl said, oh, the fairies. Well, the problem with the fairies is they uh, they don't come out if anyone's watching. They stay in their oh, holes. Yeah. Oh, they stay in their fairy holes. Well, they're not stupid, the um, fairies, so, <laughs> And so they were... No one was able to prove for 70 years that they were... <laughs> in 1983... I was going to say... I, the girls I admitted that the photos had been... Yeah, it was yeah. on the news in your yeah. lifetime. Until that point, people were, there was still actual debate as to whether there were fairies. Oh, in the they garden. are bona fide fairies. It's impossible to disprove it. They are the real fairies. Mm, they were just posing in the poses from Prince Mary's gift book, in which there was a story by Arthur Conan Doyle. So he definitely owned a copy of that book and had seen those pictures of fairies. Uh, anyway, Francis. Uh, oh, yes. In 1983, the girls said yes, the photos were faked, but we really did see the fairies. So that was just. It was more of an indicative oh. photograph. Oh, right, right. It's a reconstruction. Oh, I like it's it. a reconstruction. Yeah. I, I like it, girls. I see what you've done there. <laughs> it's, it's very yeah, like Police That's Five. Tremendous, tremendous work there. Um, Frances uh, Griffith said to her the dying day that the last picture was real. 
Uh, it wasn't. She's a liar. That's oh, the story of the Cottingley Fairies. She's an old. Quite hard to take, even though it's completely <laughs> true what you said. I was like, Ooh, a bit hard. You can't say that. <laughs> but then, yeah, anyway, that's Cottingley Fairies. Pathological lie. Yeah, it's just she found the only bit of joy she had in her life through lying, and she stuck to it till her dying day, seventy years later. Incredible, incredible. Yeah. All right. Oh, that's lovely. I think that's lovely. I well, think I've got that's something nice. Equally... Do you not think there were fairies at the bottom mm. of your bottom? Um, I think <laughs> the garden of my bottom. I think I know who would have found them. Well, just like the Cottingley <laughs> fairies, I would In like to take you to the fourth of October, nineteen thirty-six, when. Um, mm. Two little girls uh, cut out uh, some pictures uh, of uh, two or three thousand fascists and they <laughs> stuck them all over Stepney uh, in the East End. Uh, and uh, it caused quite a sensation. In fact, uh, 20,000 mm. anti fascist demonstrators showed up uh, to look at the little pictures uh, to see if, if this Ooh. really was going on i don't really know it's not really working i'm trying to thumb it in it's not really happening <laughs> know, look it was the battle of cable yeah. street you've heard of it Bray! yes um, it was a clash of danny course. dyes just done a thing about it because yeah, he was a melt yeah 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 danny dyes yeah melt sleep more like it's good that i think I, I really like the kind of um uh yeah. yes danny dyer's shtick it's a lot of fun mm. um the ufo documentary is my favorite documentary of all time Oh, really? Okay, I'd like to see that. Uh, Anyway, the Metropolitan Police... Danny Dyer once took me out to dinner. (laughs) Hang on, you can't just lob that in. Oh, no, let me tell you some more about the Battle of Cable... No, what? (laughs) Danny Dyer took you to dinner? Well, it was. I was in the group of people. There were six of us. Mm. Oh, blimey. Settle down, boys, settle down. I just started... I just... I had just moved to Liverpool and was starting life in Hollyoaks. Mm, picture ah, scene. Yes. Uh, where my old friend James Redmond, who I knew from the stand-up scene, um, he you, had you, been doing Hollyoaks yeah. items. You know, Your the one where they, they show the bottoms. Swallows back. <laughs> you. Who I <laughs> swallowed. <laughs> so... James Redmond, the lovely, fantastic mm. man that he is, he had been abroad doing Hollyoaks Laters, which was all sex and drugs and rock and roll, and they oh, had... Yeah. Hello, over. Mm. Lost it. That we will never know the it's end heartbreaking, of really. Um... Got, um, <laughs> oh, hang on, no, she's back, oh, she's back. We lost <laughs> you for a bit there, would you? Whoa, whoa. Lizzie. Ooh. Oh, no, you lost me. Yeah. Mm. For the whole bit Just with about... the bucket. And oh, the... What, which bit did you lose? <laughs> the bit with the bucket. Do you know what bit we lost? <laughs> we lost. No. Well, I hope that was the good bit, because all he heard was I was in Liverpool. <laughs> yeah. So they'd be yes. doing after hours Liverpool. late night date fights. They'd be doing late night, whoa, 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 Hollyoaks, yeah. um, the grown up version. Yeah. So Danny Dyer had been doing oh. that um, in Morocco, and then they'd all come up to Liverpool for a bit of ADR or, I don't know, a little bit of something. Yeah. Um, and mm. James said, um, and I was, I was so I was so new in town and so green about the gills, and he said, um, I'm, uh, We're going out with Danny tonight. Do you fancy coming? And I was like, Oh, that's a bit frightening, but oh, never want to never want to miss an opportunity. So the six of us went off to some sort of chain restaurant, and I was really, I thought I was really going to hate him. I totally fell in love with him. He mm. was so utterly charming and funny, and 
he just he knows how to play the public. He knows how yeah. to play the character mm. of Danny Dyer superbly. Yeah, but but and, with that, he's not insincere, and I think that's a clever trick. Yeah, he definitely it, knows yeah. he's playing a role, but he's also sincere Absolutely. within it. I think. And he's a good yeah. bloke. And at the end, um, I made him laugh a lot. And at the I end, he insisted on buying my dinner. Mm. That was nice. Is that a euphemism? <laughs> no, no. Yeah. And then I bumped into him at the Soap Awards when he'd been doing EastEnders. Oh, he's a lovely boy. He's an absolute lovely boy. What he's not is a melt, just like what Oswald Mosley was. Oswald Mosley. He well yes, was. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Uh, so um, there were six or 7,000 policemen to protect two or 3,000 fascists. <laughs> 20,000 anti-fascists showed up. And, uh, yeah, it all went really well. Went really, really mm. well. And uh, became, you know one of those iconic moments in uh, the history of British fascism. It's weird, because when other people do a march, like an anti-war march, the police turn up, they're not usually there to defend the marches from everyone else, are they? No, not not so much. Usually they're there to batten the people who are doing the march, rather than those people who object to the march. Yes. Anyway, just a... Yeah. Just a- no, it was, on, it was nature of policing. It was a wonderful time, and there's murals. They've made murals now, so that's good. Love a mural. Oh, that's good. <laughs> can I just say that uh, you can have yeah. a lot of fun? You know, f- when you think of fairies, like the tooth fairy thing. I don't know if you did mm. that with your kids, Nat. Um, it's, mm. it's the only one that was sort of yes, really did, this day. yeah, did do with uh, with Spike. And I um, but I, I also kind of because that's for the milk teeth. You know, they collect the milk mm. teeth. But um, I've managed to persuade uh, Spike that he has uh, milk almost everything. He's got milk patella, uh, milk kneecaps, which pop out, and then the big ones grow in. Uh, milk fingers, uh, so if he loses one, it's nothing to worry about. Um, milk eyes, uh, so milk everything. But what if he gets skint and you find him tying a bit of string around a finger and then tying <laughs> it to a doorknob and slapping it as he can? Yank it out. Like yeah, a lamb with yeah, his... Yeah, yeah. yeah. he could get an Xbox. He's tallied it all up, like all the parts. Yeah. <laughs> Don't tell him about. Don't tell him about the poo fairy. If he fully, you'll, you'll go bankrupt. If he fully desiccates himself, <laughs> he can get an Xbox. Uh, Damon Runyon, yeah, you probably all know who Damon Runyon was. He wrote Guys and Dolls. He's good. Uh, happy birthday to Janis Joplin, who, according to Wikipedia, is known for her powerful mezzo-soprano vocals. Not exactly the way I would have uh, described the way she sings. Uh, she died at 27 after an accidental overdose of heroin, uh, 16 days after Jimmy. Uh, so. Happy birthday to Janice Joplin. Died on this day in 1970. Lizzie, who's going to win today? Who's going to win? Well, what have we got? Those naughty girls cutting out the fascists. <laughs> I... Do you, do you know when you... You know when you hear about something then you end up standing on it and it's all a bit weird? Mm. You ever, have you been to what? Wilton's Music Hall and then you end up in Cable mm. Street and go, Ooh, yes, I'm standing in the shadow of history. Um, no. Well, I do. Yeah. Have Have you never been to Cable Street? Probably. Yeah. I think I thought it was named after Vince. <laughs> <laughs> yes, or your favourite hobby. Yeah. Um, I just, I love the story of the fairies. I love the story of the little naughty girls. I love the fact that she lied until she died. Lie till you die. That's a great. Um, that's a, that's a, that would be way. Trump's personal motto, yeah. isn't it? Succeed yeah. the Francis Griffiths way. Yeah. 
Oh, it's just beautiful. And I was, mm. I, I think I saw it on TV and I was so excited and it all made sense. And then I remember when I was a kid that we were convinced there were fairies that lived under the rhododendron flowers because they, they couldn't look more fairy. So if the fascists had had a better sense of fashion and uniform, maybe Jake mm. would have got the points. But for today... Mm. Oh, come on. <laughs> it's got to be... It's weird because the only thing usually is in their favour. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> Well, after that mammoth episode, thank you so much for joining. We'll yeah. Back tomorrow. Yeah, we'll see you then. Take care. Lots of love. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. I've got a dinner date with a dyer.